Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca, and today I'm driving my friend back home after he stayed with us for the weekend um, to visit the Hot Rod and Modified Nationals show at Peterborough Showground. It's a little bit of a tense journey today uh, because we've got a few issues with Peggy uh, that I'll go through in the podcast that we means that if I store the car we're going to have a few problems in getting uh, my friend home. But anyway, uh, today's quirk of classic car ownership is really how long we'll spend cleaning and looking after our cars only for us to need to probably uh, put our hands all over them to get them to start again and that's really what happened uh, to us yesterday. So yesterday we attended the nationals for the hot rod and modified show. It was held at Peterborough uh, East of England showground and it was kind of advertised uh, in the custom car magazine uh, which is one of the places that I saw it because I'd bought the magazine to read all about a Scarlet DeVay's car and had uh, seen it advertised in there. And I'd also seen it advertised on Facebook events and so had invited uh, two of our friends who we hadn't seen in a little while uh, to come and attend their first classic car show and um, have a look at some interesting cars. I thought it might be a kind of good middle ground for people that hadn't been to any classic car shows before uh, purely because uh, we were there would be quite a variety by the looks of it and there would be uh, some pretty interesting quite unusual looking cars uh, to uh, interest somebody who perhaps isn't that interested in looking at uh, just your, your regular everyday cars all the time uh, especially uh, vintage ones the Saturday of the event and uh, we paid £10 per person in the car to get in. We drove over because uh, it was quite a local show really to us uh, on the Saturday morning. It took us about 20 minutes really to get there and we realised on the drive over that there wasn't any uh, charging coming through on my voltmeter down there and that we were reading kind of negative uh, but we thought well as long as I don't stall we'll make it there uh, I've got jump leads there's going to be plenty of cars that can help us get home and we can uh, fix the issue later so we successfully got to the queue and then once in the queue I stalled it uh, so three lads, uh, my two friends and Jamie, all got out and pushed uh, to give me a bump start and there was actually supposed to be arrival photos taken and that would have been an absolutely iconic arrival photo um, but when we went and had a look at the arrival photos we couldn't find it and so 
we're going to see if it turns up on the website but I'm not sure if we were at the right gate or if um, they just weren't putting any photos up from there because the kind of timings that they were showing was missing about the 20 minute window that we arrived in. Now we told the guy at the gate that we'd, we'd arrived and everything and handed over our tickets and I said that we'd had an issue with charging that's why he'd seen us kind of bump starting uh, and he said oh well um, if you need it later you can obviously have a, a jump start off of me uh, just come and find me and we'll sort you out uh, and he suggests and then I said well where are we to go uh, and the, he wasn't really sure if he weren't with the club uh, the, he said that the parking was kind of full so told us really just to kind of park by the entrance there uh, literally just inside the gate with a couple of these American cars that were there in the camping section really so that's what we did we parked up there uh, wandered up through all the uh, camping saw a few interesting cars there including a Firebird that uh, my friends thought was really lovely it was all done in kind of a matte black finish um, and looked amazing to be fair and we wandered up and started to find kind of a lot of the cars we'd been handed a uh, well a bit of paper um, at the start as we'd entered along with our sticker for entry and on that there was supposed to be our kind of track and trace scanning and our uh, QR code to access uh, the program and events for the day uh, but all of us kind of tried to scan that QR code and we couldn't get it to work so we didn't really have much of an idea of what was going on um, so we just kind of wandered up uh, found what looked like to be the main show and a lot of cars um, and wandered around a few of those there was a few interesting kind of uh, groups there again all kind of club stands that people were with mostly kind of more modern stuff so really from mid-90s onwards that had all been kind of modified and things like that. We did spot in amongst those a pre-war Morris Minor, uh, which I was very excited about, ran over and had a good look at. Uh, and the guy came up and spoke to me, he'd only had it a year. Uh, it was his kind of retirement birthday present. Um, and he'd really been enjoying it and was looking forward to attending a few more events but had come with his son who was part of one of these more modern modified clubs uh, so that he could see some of the American uh, cars and hot rods and things that were at the show. So we wandered uh, a few more kind of car areas, uh, found a few stalls that had uh, kind of bits and pieces for your cars on. It was very heavily focused on a lot of detailing brands. If there's ever a detailing brand, you're going to find it at that show. There were so many and it did kind of feel a little bit repetitive after a while uh, to see just kind of more detailing brands. And it was really nice to see the occasional thing breaking it up. Uh, for example, I saw Pop Bang Colour who does some really interesting continuous uh, drawings of cars. Uh, and he had kind of a, a setup there that he was he was working on pieces whilst at the show and you could kind of buy uh, mugs and t-shirts and pin badges and all sorts with his work on and so I had a good look at some of his stuff and it was nice to see it in the flesh but other than that the stores were really uh, a lot of a lot of the same bits and pieces it would have been nice to see a bit more of a variety in terms of those stores 
we were then kind of there for the opening of uh, what we kind of thought was the, the main hall and I guess it was it was the main hall for the, the more modern uh, modified items and so we had a good look around those and we were actually really the first kind of group of people that were allowed in so we didn't have to wait but when we were kind of finished and looking for the way out of the hall we did realize that there had been quite a queue accumulating in uh, the atrium to get in so it was obviously quite popular with a lot of the people that were there so to get there kind of first and, and get in and have a good look round uh, to start with uh, was, a, was quite a good plan it was quite interesting there was some really interesting uh, designs of cars and, and modifications in there uh, I really liked uh, I think it was a Mercedes-Benz that had been named Harold that had had quite a lot of interesting stuff done to it and the owner of the car was stood with it and talking to people which was really nice to see but other than that it did feel kind of quite commercialised in there there was a lot of what felt like brands of uh, modifications telling you that this is what we can do to your car rather than what uh, you could do to your car and, and giving you kind of inspiration. It was a really good opportunity if you're into your supercars to get really quite up close and personal with a lot of them. Um, but it wasn't really what me personally had gone for. I think my friends had kind of enjoyed it. Uh, and at this point I was starting to get kind of confused because we'd been walking around for ages and we'd seen like maybe three of what I guess you'd call your traditional hot rods. We started to kind of wander back uh, towards uh, where we parked Peggy and uh, that's when we came across uh, this area that was inside the huts that had all these cars with the hydraulic suspensions in really interesting positions and so that was really uh, cool to see. We'd seen a few of them uh, I guess showboating as they came in uh, with what they could do with their suspension and there were some really beautiful bits of kind of paintwork and things on those that were really enjoyable to have a look around and it was then that we realised that we kind of wandered into uh, the area where the hot rods and uh, more American based cars were going to be. Uh, we found uh, the tattoo convention that we didn't even realise was going to be there and uh, we found the hall that was uh, much smaller, uh, much less kind of panic to get in but uh, something that I think as a group we enjoyed a lot more of the American style hot rods and some really beautiful examples of cars that people had obviously spent a really long time working on. Uh, the custom car uh, magazine stand was in there as well and there was a, a really interesting modified uh, Morris Minor in there uh, but our car really of the show as a group was definitely I believe it was a Ford Anglia that had been uh, bought by the owner uh, in 1997, the year when all of us were born, and he had spent so much time working on it and, and doing all this stuff to it. And it was actually displayed with mirrors underneath the bodywork uh, to show kind of all the work that was also underneath it. It was a really lovely car, and you could see it had been an absolute labour of love and something the guy should have been really proud of, and I'm sure he was. 
And in this area, we found uh, a few more uh, stalls that offered a few different things, uh, like uh, hot rod versions of show t-shirts, uh, which I'm modeling uh, today if you're watching this on YouTube, and, and a, a few kind of other bits and pieces, and some interesting stalls there that offered a bit more variety to all of the detailing brands that were there. start her and it's a it's a good if we need to do it so I said well let's flip a coin and so we flipped a coin and they said it can't move her I said okay but what if what if she starts so they said okay well if she starts you can move her because um, we're not bump starting her and so she started so we moved her up the field I got to park her with uh, all these beautiful American cars and uh, get some really nice photos and stuff of her next to what I think was uh, Plymouth and from then we carried on uh, having a look around these cars and then sat in the kind of bar area where there was a band playing for a bit and from there I could see uh, people kind of coming up and, and looking at her looking kind of confused because it probably wasn't the car they was expecting to see other than the pre-war Morris Minor, it was the only Morris Minor at the show. Probably not their usual haunts, uh, but it was nice to kind of see people showing a little bit of interest in her, even though there was uh, some other really interesting cars. She did look absolutely tiny, obviously, next to some of these American cars. But with her brand new red wheels, she didn't look massively out of place in terms of style. We went and got some lunch after that and uh, sat and looked at a few more cars over towards where food stalls were. Uh, these were kind of more modern cars again and then we decided that uh, the wall of death we had seen on the walk-in was something that we really wanted to see. I, I really love uh, Indian bias, uh, motorcycles. Uh, one of my favourite films is The Fastest Indian and if you've not seen that I highly recommend checking it out. I really love that film and so I was really keen to see what uh, the involvement of these 1920s Indians was in the show. Uh, so for £3 extra we were able to kind of go in and see a show there and it was maybe a 15 minute show but it was amazing. I'm going to insert some footage here of it if you're watching it on this on YouTube uh, and if you're listening on Spotify I definitely recommend possibly popping over at some point to my YouTube channel and uh, checking out these, this footage. If you see these guys at any show that you are going to you absolutely have to go and see it. It was amazing. Uh, they're so good at what they do. It's so like mind-blowing to see them do it. Uh, and then it wasn't just motorcycles, they did it in kind of like a little buggy as well. 
so really that was the absolute highlight of the show one of my friends said to me that kind of even with the, the ticket price and the, the additional price to see that that was worth coming to uh, the show alone for to see that happening so that was kind of the last thing we did we walked back to Peggy uh, fingers crossed that she would have a miraculous ability to start herself again uh, alas she didn't um, so we had to push her kind of off the field and uh, try to bump start her were unsuccessful and so managed to get the guy who had been at the gate to help us with uh, jump starting her uh, and he was really helpful and uh, very kind and helped us there but then my friend on the way home said oh can we kind of stop and get some milkshakes or something from McDonald's and I was like well yeah we're running as long as I don't stall it uh, those famous last words we should be fine to kind of go through a drive-through so that's what we did and then during the drive-through I stalled it so two two of the guys got out and uh, pushed her through the drive-through but a few cars in front of us in the drive-through I'd actually seen uh, a local garage that I've used a few times a little runabout car and so we stopped them and got ourselves another jump off of them very kind and he helped us to get back home so aside from the fact that we're now having to desperately get Peggy over to my parents um, to work out what some of the issues might be uh, with the charging and possibly related to the overheating and things that we've had in the hope that we can get her to Gaydon next weekend. It was a really interesting show. It wasn't exactly what we'd signed up for. It wasn't what I'd kind of thought it was going to be. It was interesting. It was kind of quite unique. There was a lot of very well looked after beautiful cars and I would say that if you're more into some of your supercars and things like that, it's definitely worth uh, a visit. But if you're going for looking at American and hot rod cars, then there's probably gonna be other shows that would be more for you. It wasn't a huge part. It did feel like it was kind of shoved over to one side and uh, less focused on. I think there's a few things that they could do to just make the experience perhaps a little better. I don't know if it was entirely COVID related, but the kind of QR program, when we've paid kind of £40 as a car to get in, it would have been good to have access to a physical program, which would have given us a map and things like that to get a better idea of where the stuff we actually wanted to see was to start the day off, get a better idea of what sort of things were going on because I feel like there was probably stuff that we missed and uh, that was through no fault really of our own we walked around quite a lot of it but there was kind of areas where there were supposed to be events on and things that we just didn't know when and if they were happening uh, because it, because we went on the Saturday so some of that stuff might have only been for the Sunday it was an interesting day uh, it's certainly experience to take a little Morris Minor to such a show. I felt like it was an alright thing to do because they said on kind of the website and that that they were looking for kind of any classic cars pre-1970 
but aside from us and the uh, pre-war Morris Minor, we were really the only uh, Morris, only British car that wasn't heavily modified uh, at the show. And although, if you've listened to last week's podcast, you know that she's slightly modified. And um, yeah, it's it was an interesting show, but perhaps not one that we'll be uh, super excited to attend in future. I think it was good as a one-off, but not something we'll be looking desperately to attend again in future. Thank you so much for listening. I'd be interested to hear if you have attended uh, that sort of show before and how you found it, or if you've got some other exciting shows that you're really looking forward to attending this year, or something perhaps a little bit more unusual like that. Thanks again for listening. Drive safely and happy motoring.